Welcome to Quake in Your Boots, Episode 1. More at quakeinyourboots.com. Hi, I'm Jack Mann. And I'm Bruce Hoos. And we'll be your hosts today on the Clave Connection. Connection. Jack, we have some wonderful deals for them today, don't we? Right you are, Bruce. In any case, as we like to do, we like to start the show off with a little bit of a primer on just exactly what are claves. Yes, for the unclued at home, claves are paired bars of wood that when brought together create the rhythm of the islands, or as we like to call it, Latin America. Just like this. Mm-mm-mm. Now that's some good clave, isn't it, Bruce? Uh, yes, yes, Jack, it sure is. Now let's move on to the first offer of the day. Here's a pair of claves made of rosewood by some of the nicest prison laborers around in Lima, Peru. You ain't lying. Check it out. Wow, I was not expecting that sort of sonorous blast. And I'll bet you the people reading along at home were not either. <laughs> Tell me about it, Jack. Now on to the next offer. This, this is, is a pair, a pair of, of ebony, ebony claves. Cla- you're gonna go? Well, yes, it's my turn. Fine, I got next. Like I was saying, a pair of ebony claves picked from the finest clave branches in the mountains of Guangzhou, China, by a pair of sentient monkeys that do little else but gather wood and bite people. Now that's not nice, Jack. Oh, uh, come on. Uh, that's not a good memory. I, uh, I wasn't really looking to go back there. Oh, come on, Bruce. All they did was bite you on the Achilles heel and hobble you for life. Oh. Look at me! I got a serious sunburn. You wouldn't believe the amount of calamine lotion I'm using up. Oh, calamine, calamine, calamine. That's all I ever hear about anymore. Calamine this, calamine that. You know it hasn't been so long, mister, since I found you in the gutter covered in the stuff. Oh, you wouldn't dare. Not on national television. This will not stand. Oh, well, I guess that's all the time we have for the show today. Thanks, folks, and I hope you have a wonderful evening. Oh, shit! Get you! Quake in your boots, quake in your, 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 quake in your boots, quake Are we done? first dropped on this planet. I don't even know how many years ago. I had but one directive. Just one simple task. I was to find a vermilion crystal buried so many ages beneath the spiteful crust of this long forgotten orb. Over time, as the quest for the crystal grew to feel more and more futile, another more personal concern popped up, which was the difficulty of finding love on a planet so devoid of life. The isolation of space and time began to play havoc with my mind, so much so that I fabricated my own online video dating service from a pile of dust and the discarded treads of a broken rover. Don't ask how it worked. So here was the first chat I had. Ah, uh, hello? 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 Oh my god, I can't believe it, this thing's working. So it is. Uh, I hope you don't mind my saying, but you're beautiful. Oh yes, you are looking very nice as well. I like the way the moonlight glints off your carapace. My, my what? Your carapace. You know, the, the chitinous, shiny layer that coats your fragile, liquefied body. But, uh, I'm soft and vulnerable like a sponge. 
Well, not a sponge, like a human. Oh, forgive me. The comlink must be running on morning glories again, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> what? I'm afraid without a protective shell to shield you, you'd be burnt to a crisp by my naturally occurring radiation. But, but... Goodbye now. Don't go. And uh, good luck on the dating search. Transmission ends. And just like that, I was again alone. The old tire treads in the artfully carved pile of dust no longer held any significance for me. Before long, my fragile psyche began to free itself of its moors within my troubled skull. I was lost. I mean, I clearly didn't have what it took. Well, desperate times call for desperate measures, they say. It was right around that time in my darkest hour that I had an idea so crazy, so out of left field. But it was all I had left. And so that day, I created an online video dating service out of a spacesuit boot and the remains of a meal ready to eat. This is the first communication from that service. Hello, students. I am Mr. Inan C.A. Shun, and this is Voice Camp. Yes, your parents must love you because they've sent you to this, the very best place on earth to remake your sorry, unhearable voices. Now, being that this is the first day, and we're just getting orientated, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Who'd like to be first? Me, 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 oh, me, 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 sir, me, me, me. Oh, yes? Yes, me, me. Well, what would you like to be cured of first? <laughs> of your many ailments that are wildly apparent, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yes. Please, cure me of my lift. You don't say. I mean, I couldn't hear you because you have such awful pronunciation. Ah, yes, I got you. I, I'm going to keep getting you because I'm, I'm the, the headmaster of voice camp and you can't do anything to me. Ah, oh, some people accuse me of taking this job because I like making fun of people that have speech impediments. That is not true. Not true. Not true. Please, my lips. I love you all. I love you all so very much that I... I want to take you and take your broken little parts and make them into something real and good again. Yeah, you know, we might break an egg or two if you know what I'm saying. If you know what I'm saying, meet me after the class, 6 p.m. <laughs> yes. When you've got a date with an omelet, you better break an egg, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay, in any case, uh, this is getting a little out of hand. Okay, who'd like to be first? Who'd like to be first? Sorry. What's your name? What's your name? Bowie? <laughs> Bowie, ah, uh -huh, yes, that's the way you say it. You and your nasty little childlick, child, childlick, childlike, childlick, childlick things you say. Please, uh, if you could just cure my lift. I, I'm not sure what, what is it you're saying? My, I, my oh, lift. yes, okay. You'd like to solve your lift with, <laughs> okay, okay, the lift, the, the, the lift. You'd like to solve that, okay. First, take your tongue, your tongue, not your tongue, not your tongue, your tongue. Put it to the roof of your mouth, roof of your mouth. Raise the roof of your mouth. Raise it unto the Lord, unto the skies, unto something or other, I don't know. Raise it. 
Okay, now try saying, the silly snake sallied silkily down the sullied streets. And listen, if I hear a TH in there, I'm gonna wring your little neck. Uh, the silly snake sallied silkily down the sullied streets. Very good, very good. Now, would you chalk that success, that fuck that, <laughs> up to the raising of your laryngeal roof or the threats of death? Most likely the death, sir. Well, I'll make a note of that in my book. Okay, okay. Well, once again, I'd like to thank you all and welcome you to Voice Camp. Yes. Hola! Welcome to Roscoe Pico's bar. What's your poison, stranger? Uh, well, I have been a sauntering across this dusty plain so long. I've worked up a powerful thirst. I reckon I say I reckon I'd like to try one of them American beers you got there high up on the top shelf. Well then, American beer it shall be, old dervish of the dust. <laughs> there, that'll be two pieces of silver, friend. Uh, well, you see, that's the issue. I messed around, got myself rolled by a pack of desperados just outside the town limits. Don't say. Took me for every dime I had. It's a darn shame. But you know, hope springs eternal. Even for dust-ridden vicaros like myself. I reckon I've got to have something that's worth a beer or two on me. I don't know. Uh, uh, now, how about this jacket? It's made of 100% real subjugated pullet fur. Keep you warm while you're slinging them cold ones. Well, thank you kindly for the offer, mister, but I'm afraid I'm full up of jackets. See, my missus is quite the jacket seamstress. I keep adding closets to our little shack, and she just keeps on filling them up. God bless her. Well, if at first you don't succeed, uh... The next time won't be much different. <laughs> I know that one. I'm good with them nor epithets. In any case, the hooers down at the comfort store are fond of telling me that my hair smells awful nice. I reckon I'll borrow you the full head for my drinks here tonight. Got some shears in my saddlebag, too. Oh, my eager pal. I'm afraid I've got all the hair I'm legally allowed to. Takes me dang near half the daylight hours just to shave off the night's leavings each morning. Any more of the HTF boys will clap me in irons. No can do, hombre. Oh, oh, well, uh, I got a full set of fingers. What about an extra digit? You know, from around the house. Coming handy. No, I never did quite see the point of hands, to be honest. Just a dingle dangling around, useless as a rotten cattail. Me, I prefer the elbow. Well, uh, gosh, barkeep, I'm afraid I'm plumb out of ideas, not to mention objects. Is there anything of mine you could possibly consider as the premium for my getting shit-faced, horse-slapping, dust-kicking, pullet-subjugating, drunk out my drawers this evening? <sighs> well... I've been thinking about just one thing, but I'm pretty sure you ain't gonna go for it. Anything, mister. My beer needs far outstrip any self-preservatory concepts I might have. Well, here's the thing, see. My wife's been feeling a mite depressed lately. The jacket market's down, don't you see? And well, it just touches my heart to see her like that. I can imagine. At least I could if I'd ever known the meaning of love. You know, this reminds me of a great story, and I... All right, mister, I ain't got all the time in the world. Fine, just emoting. That's just it, sir. I'm willing to offer you tonight's drinks on the house. Gratis, if you'll just give me your remaining stores of levity. 
Now, sir, I've never been a rich man, and I'm not really one for investing. I don't think I've got any of that there levity in my portfolio. What symbol is that, anyway? L-V-T-Y? No, no, I mean your own levity. Your happiness. I need him. For the wife, you understand. Oh, now. Wow, that's quite the barter. Happiness and drunk atrocity for one night traded for a lifetime of epic bumming. I'll have to think long and hard about this. Well, the offer stands, boy. Just you let me know if you come to uh... I'll do it! Well, ain't that just a jamboree? First, a beer. Then I'll get my voodooing kit. Boy, howdy. I sure am thirsty. And stupid. <laughs> Here you go, son. Now, for the folks at home, I must make a little confession. Us lonesome cowpokes don't got no levity. The tapsman here just earned himself a big fat nothing. <laughs> now, uh, for the folks at home, I must make a little confession. This bar doesn't serve beer at all. We just bottle up that there creek water and give a good shake. What a shrewd business type man I am. And see. This has been the inaugural episode of Quake in Your Boots, a show lovingly handcrafted in sunny Echo Park, Los Angeles, California. We'll have another one coming in two weeks. So for subscription information and everything else, go to quakeinyourboots.com or check us out at the iTunes store. To get in touch with us, uh, I should say me, go ahead and email us at quakeinyourboots at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening and have a nice night. If you dare.